Hashtag sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. <laughs> These damn hashtags. Long ass hashtags. You know, that's what we're good. Hey, if, if we're good for one thing. Welcome to Punk's Talk Wrestling! On this episode, we talk about what the hell happened last week between WrestleMania XL press conference and NXT, including SmackDown's lesson plan for all its new viewers. And we reveal to you our first ever PTW Universal Top 12! Why Top 12 instead of 10? Because it's two more, and fuck you, metric system. We use Imperial here in America. <laughs> I am R.W. Hellborn. One half of the crown, one half of your Punk's Talk Wrestling tag team champion, host of the world, hailing quote-unquote from Philly. And always virtually by my side, 3,500 miles away in London, England. He is my tag team podcast partner. He is Mr. Did You Know? He is the king of reels. He is the proper prick, CJ Newman. Damn, just smashes out the park every damn week, huh? Did you know? Did you know? What? <laughs> I just wanted to confuse you. Did yeah. you know that the combined attendance of every single WrestleMania in history, so from number one to number 39, is two million... And 43,003 people. Damn. That's the combined attendance of every single WrestleMania in history. Which is absolutely in fucking sane. Uh, speaking of speaking of numbers. Yeah. Here's a digit here's a digit bonus. Oh damn, love me a digit bonus. Love a di- hashtag digit bonus. <laughs> the Punks Talk Wrestling Threads account has now quadrupled our followers. Fuck yeah. Shout out to all of our new followers on Threads. Welcome to the greatest podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the greatest podcast about professional wrestling by two guys in different countries Mm -hmm. that record our podcasts Usually on Tuesdays, but sometimes on Mondays, and are live uh, everywhere you can stream them. Mostly on Thursdays, but sometimes Fridays. Yeah, I mean, within that criteria, we are 100% the best. By all of our own qualifications, we are the best. For sure. That's, that is not just our truth. Our truth. That is <laughs> our your truth. truth. Our truth, and yeah, our truth and your truth. Sometimes, sometimes can differ. But in this case, they're exactly the same. Our truth is the truth. <laughs> Hashtag our truth, the truth. Man, there's so much stuff that's been going on, though. There's so much that we got to get into. How's about we talk about what the hell just happened last week? 
so yeah, like, like if you look back to if you look back to where we were last week around this time, you would see that the wrestling world was losing their fucking minds because yep. they thought that The Rock had taken uh, Cody Rhodes' title shot, and Cody Rhodes was basically put into purgatory where he would Here's... live out the rest of his life forever, no, not finishing his story. Um, well, I think everyone needs to chill the fuck out a little bit and i think everyone i i feel like hopefully i feel like at least hashtag few, ctfo i yeah i i feel like at least some people did take a hard look in the mirror at least a few people did after all this came to like the press conference you know was finished because yeah. people especially with professional wrestling i don't seem to know why it just seems to be pro wrestling and not much else but people fans of pro wrestling just can't seem to just let a story play out. It's kind of strange. Be, and uh, well, I know, well, I think we do know why. Why is that? We we know because because they've blurred the, because they've blurred the lines of reality so well. What you're saying is like we've got so we've gone so full circle that we've gone from like people thinking wrestling is real to people then knowing that wrestling is scripted to to scripting it so well to the point that now people think that what is a script is actually real. And that is such an amazing place for for WWE to be because they can do anything they want and you're not going to know whether it's real or not. But it's great. You know, it's great to see people this impassioned about a professional wrestling storyline. And like, you know, it's it, it. I, that's why the that's why WWE is booming so much right now is that the the lines are blurred blurred so much that it's just like mm-hmm. it it's it's obviously engaging a lot of people and the fact that um you know I I saw The Rock even had to like write online somewhere the other week uh, during this past week sorry um yeah. where he I know ha- this has been a long week yeah I know uh, where he basically had to like he actually literally had to write. That, because there's obviously a, he has a lot of fans that yeah. don't know professional wrestling and they saw him acting like an arsehole at this presser he actually had to yeah. put on his social media that i'm i was playing a heel character like because there's people out there that don't even understand and that's what's great and i kind of almost wish that he hadn't have said that he turned heel because well that way it's like it i, I don't know it's it's weird because he's now trying to portray I, a bad guy it's such a weird paradox. Well, it is. It's, it is. It is weird because they are, because they are again. They're purposefully jumping over the line. They're dancing on this line. Yeah. And it and it is. It is important for people that don't understand what's going on. That just that just see a headline. It's teaching the people who aren't WWE fans where the line is. Yeah. The entire episode of SmackDown was a lesson plan. This this entire episode of SmackDown is for all the people that tuned in after the hearing about the press event. Yeah, yeah. And they and these and this is all for new eyes. They ran through Nick Aldis and um and um uh, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce having him having him run through the names of all the all the names of the qualifier the people in the qualifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's running through every one of them name by name with their little catchphrases along with it teaching new people who those people are they're it's fucking flashcards yeah they're, they're using flashcards up on the screen to teach the new fans yeah that's what all of this has been about really this is and and again but it also 
proves that they are purposefully they are purposefully targeting new people, new fans, not wrestling, not not already wrestling fans. Yeah. And I think it's if if any year is going to engage. I mean, obviously WrestleMania, they always try to engage yeah. um, people that aren't new, wrestling new fans. fans. Yeah, but this year is probably more so than than ever before. Over the top. It's also it's it's a it's a decade marker. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and, yeah. and this year, and this whole year. I mean, already this year, we know this twenty twenty four is is so is this big year of change for yeah. everybody. Yeah. I mean, you know. 2023 RW hated CM Punk vehemently. 2024 <laughs> RW loves this loves the fucking guy. And you want to know why? Because he's in the WWE. And WWE CM Punk is better for me than than any other CM Punk in any other company. It's the product. Yeah. It's the product that makes them. And and that's and and it's not a knock on it's not a knock on anybody that does anything, you know, Matches are good matches by by matches in other companies are good matches by the qualifications that other people set on them for whatever, and that's fine. But it is just night and day. Watching CM Punk in the AEW infuriated me. <laughs> Watching him in WWE is like is awe inspiring. I mean, he was great on the uh, on the panel and on the press Dude. conference as well. He was perfect. But what's really cool, you know. You look, look at this press conference, man. Like, it was, you know, we've seen press conferences held before. And I've seen press conferences not only held for professional wrestling before, but I've, been, I've seen press conferences held for, you know, UFC and boxing events and football events. Like, this press conference is held in the fucking arena. It's held in the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And yeah, also, that doesn't... Also, you don't rent that arena in a week. Yeah. So, it was... Um, they had somewhere between two to three thousand people there for a press conference now i've seen i've seen a few news stories rolling around saying that um the press conference attendance fell short on what wwe expected but i that's just fucking slanderous bullshit because at the end of the day press conferences do not pull three thousand people yeah we're not talking about press people we're talking about three just people coming to watch a press conference from the stands like whomever said that i that, where did that come from? That came that, from somebody it, else. It comes from Ringside News. Oh well, fuck. And not, well, not, you know, just, not just Ringside News. A few other like dirt sheet websites have obviously. Well, yeah, but they all because they all report the same thing. They yeah, all yeah, they yeah. all get their they all get their dirt from the same people. Yeah, yeah. That's bullshit. That's that's just bullshit. Um, yeah. Oh, it didn't it didn't bring as much as they thought because because oh, wait. what because you what know because, the ori- because it was a free event and you, and and, you pe- know and the they only announced source? it a week. They, they announced an event in Las Vegas in under a week's time, and they had thousands of people. Up, like, you're not going to fill it out. The fact, yeah. I'd like you to fuck, know the original fuck source. Take. Fuck that take. Hashtag, hashtag F that T. Do you want to know the original source of that, that new story? Does his name start with fuck? Uh, and, they, and the last name is Dave Meltzer? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, of course, of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was. Yeah. So all these other guys, all these other people... All these other dirt. See, that's all these other sheets, and it's and I get it. I, I understand. I understand that that is that is what that entire market is. The thing is, though, with with WWE's current way of telling a story, they're they're killing off dirt sheets. They really well, yes, are, they are because they're, they're, they bec- well, they're making them. They're, Sorry. they're using dirt sheets. They're using their own dirt sheets of stories against them, and yes. using uh, using them for their own stories and. 
and, and they're using them to people, de- and they're delegitimizing them. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I, people are generally slowly starting to give less of a shit about them because that's why a lot of these, um, you know, things like Ringside News uh, have have started to lean more heavily on like random top ten lists than actually giving news because they end a lot of the news they give over ends up being absolute bullshit saying uh, that something's yeah, going to yep. happen and it doesn't happen it's just anyway hashtag digibonus <laughs> hashtag uh where's our other hashtag hashtag bit best yeah, that hashtag wasn't even made on fucking you made that one up earlier before you even started recording oh yeah we weren't even recording so you're not even going to know what that means just make hashtag bit best just start using it <laughs> use it however you want um that's for the world um where the fuck were we um, uh, I think we could probably move on now to our top 12. All right, here we go. Number okay. 12. Uh, we got Samojo versus Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Elimination Chamber 2019. Um, uh, so we had Samojo was a big part of the match. I think he lasted, didn't you say earlier, like, 16 or oh, 15 minutes he lasted 15, yeah 15 minutes he lasted in the match um and he was actually eliminated first from that match uh and obviously it's what's remembered for is the um obviously daniel bryan and kofi kingston being the last two which then eventually led to um kofi mania eventually i think that what year was that wrestlemania 37 i think that year possibly uh yes that yeah. seems to i think that was it because uh, Kofi, yeah, because this, this was for the WWE Championship, and obviously Kofi nearly won, and I think that's what pushed his more momentum for him to That's face what it was. Brian, it ended, yeah. It, ended, it was, the, yeah. Um, which, by the way, this, 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 this match just, just coincidentally falls in on our Elimination Chamber month. Yeah. Um, and next week you know. we are doing Elimination Chamber 2012, I believe. I don't know. I'll have to actually look. I can't actually fucking remember. <laughs> and this was, uh, I believe, Samoa Joe's only appearance in, a, in an elimination it seems to match. be, yeah. Um, number 11, we have, uh, in our 11 spot, we have Samoa Joe versus Braun Strowman, Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Rusev, and The Miz at the WWE Money in the Bank 2018. Um... Speaking of people whose opinions don't matter, this had a 4.25 star <laughs> rating from this from uh, from that, that guy. guy. Uh, what did we mention before? Oh, we mentioned this before um, because this was uh, Braun Strowman uh, winning the Money in the Bank, and he cashed it in at SummerSlam, the SummerSlam that we were also at. Yes, we were. That was SummerSlam 2018 in Brooklyn. Um, so we got to see, uh, we got to see an unsuccessful Money in the Bank cash-in. We've never seen a, we've never seen a successful cash-in. That'd be a great, be so cool to be there in person for a successful cash-in. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I mean, hey, we might, we might oh, see. Oh, fuck, we yeah, we're, we're forgetting. Who knows? We are we forgetting, could, aren't we? We are forgetting. Yeah, we, there is a potential, there is senior Money in the Bank. Just sitting there, yeah. Um, just sitting there waiting. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't even tried to cash in in a while. He hasn't, no. Yeah. Um, number uh, 10 is against uh, Samojo versus Ricochet in Stomping Grounds 2019. Obviously an old paper, uh, PLE that no, no longer exists. I think it only mm-hmm. existed for like two years, probably. 
Um, uh, maybe maybe even only that once. I'm not. It might sure. have been only that one. Yeah. Uh, one of the more recent matches uh, for Samoa Joe, obviously only being in 2019, he defended the United States Championship against Ricochet, representing the Raw brand. Because if you remember, Stomping Grounds was like a SmackDown versus Raw situation. Oh yes, it yeah. was one of those. It, it was when they had. It was back when they had independent branded shows and then combined branded. Yeah, shows. yeah. Uh, so. As you'd probably expect from Ricochet and Samojo, really good singles contest. Um, yeah. Samojo again, third match in, didn't win this one either, but obviously a really good match. And uh, I mean, Ricochet uh, won his first WWE singles title, not included in NXT, obviously, um, here in this match. So uh, won the US title from Samojo in this match. And uh, yeah, that's that's number 10. Moving on to number nine, then. Uh, number nine. Once again, once again, uh, just just to reiterate, this this list has been compiled based on our fan requests and the independent research of our special counsel, Danny the Brain Bauman. This is Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar at the one and only Great Balls of Fire. This uh, has been listed. Uh, this has been. This has been stated as potentially the biggest match of Samoa Joe's run in WWE, which, yeah, this was his only, I mean, this was his only one-on-one -on -one match against Brock Lesnar. This was main event one-on-one uh, uh, -on -one for the Universal Championship. Yeah. Um, and this was a, a fucking, this was a dream match. This was, by all, by all intents and purposes, this would have been considered a dream match. Yeah. Um, it was, it was certainly the only criticism that people have with it was just the length of time, but it's a Brock Lesnar match. I so you know I what? remember this match. I I really really enjoyed this match, and I really yeah. enjoyed the lead up to this match. I do remember a promo between Joe and um, and Lesnar where like Lesnar wasn't looking at him, and Joe was like, "Look at me, boy," basically. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh Good. yes, the lead up the lead up to the lead Great up to, lead up you're, to this you're match. not going to yeah, you're not going to Joe Samoa Joe demands your attention. Yeah. Every time he, he he's in the ring. Yeah. Anyway, that I mean, I don't know what else you want to tell me. There's nothing else to tell about that match because it was too short to really talk more about it. Uh, other than go watch it. It'll only take you like 6 minutes to watch that match. <laughs> Uh, number eight, we have uh, Samojo versus Shinsuke Nakamura for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2. Mm. Uh, this is very soon after um, Shinsuke's debut, um, which he made against Sami Zayn, I believe. Um, and obviously pretty shortly after that, he was put straight in the NXT Championship picture because why wouldn't he be? Um, and uh, so Samoa Joe was champion coming out of like a rivalry with Finn Balor at the time um, and obviously both veterans of the business so people really obviously knew who Joe was from uh, mainly from Ring of Honor and, and uh, Nakamura from uh, New Japan so and uh, as I believe I don't think these two had ever faced off before so this would be all the first time and obviously it it delivered exactly how everyone expected it to. Yes. Um, an actually classic uh, of a match. Yes, a wrestling masterclass. Yeah. As it as it has been as it has been described. Yeah, yeah. Um, um 
by us. Yeah, by us. By uh, us. Um, very stiff. Oh, and other people may. Maybe some other people said it too, but we definitely, definitively can say this is a wrestling masterclass. Yeah. I mean, as you'd expect from this match, you know, like we got the King of Strong Style and you got Samoa Joe. So it's a very stiff encounter, if you'd like to call it that. Yeah. Um, uh, but obviously, again, for the, for the, what, the fifth or sixth match running now, Samoa Joe did not win this match. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura did become the new champion. Um, he would then recapture it at the next pay-per-view. Um, becoming the first ever two-time NXT champion in, in history, as before him, no, right. no one had ever done it before him. So, but yeah, again, this match is such a fucking great match. Again, this Samoa Joe does not need to win these matches for in order for it to be a great match. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, honestly, yeah, he really doesn't, and yeah. so far he hasn't won a single one of the matches yeah. that we've that we've listed. Um, goes to show you, wins, wins, wins and losses don't mean don't know don't mean shit. Yeah, in this instance, goes to Joya. Hashtag goes to Joya. I gotta write that one down too. Hold on, I gotta write that down before I forget it. Hashtag goes to Joya. And now, and now that brings us to number seven. The first on our list that Samoa Joe wins. Is versus Kurt Angle <laughs> at locked at TNA Lockdown 2008. This match was inside of a six-sided steel cage. I mean, what do you want? What do you want to say? It's Samoa Joe, it's Kurt Angle, and they're in a fucking steel cage. <laughs> and at the end result, Samoa Joe stands high, finally defeating Kurt Angle to win his fir- to win the TNA Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and I think that was his first TNA. Ch- I think that's his first. TNA Championship win, if I'm not incorrect. If I am incorrect, it's because I was not given correct information by my sources. Yeah, I think you might be right. I know he spent a lot of time in Ring of, Ring of Honor before he went to TNA in 2008. Yeah. Sounds sounds about right to me, so. Yeah. Um, it's great. You should find it. You should watch it. And then remind us how good this list is. <laughs> Compiled uh, this list compiled by our fans and the independent research by our special counsel, Danny the Brain Bauman. <laughs> uh, number six, um, I was actually there for it was um, Smojo versus Finn Balor for the NXT Championship, NXT Takeover London. Um, great, yeah. great show. One of the better NXT Takeovers, probably. Um, I think a lot of people. Well, of course say, it was. It, of course it was better. You were there. Oh fuck yeah! Of course it was. Um, you being in attendance for a match, just like just made it way better. Yeah. Either one of us being in attendance makes the event better. Yeah. By, but both of us in attendance at the same event exponentially increases the value of said event yeah by uh, by by an incalculable amount <laughs> let's say like we we couldn't even we can't even give you the facts and figures most people can't count that high <laughs> um finn Balor um donned a uh, jack the ripper themed uh demon king uh paint job for this event um and obviously being you know the demon king at this time meant Finn Balor never lost and he didn't in this match either he uh 
beat Samoa Joe in this match. But again, it didn't matter. It's a fucking phenomenal match. Joe and Balor actually had a, a series of really fun matches uh, between them. I think one of them also being in a cage as well. So definitely go back and find that one. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, they had a lot, a lot of great matches. Um, Number five, as voted, as voted on by our, by our fans and the independent research of our special counsel, Danny the Brain Bauman, is Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels and AJ Styles for the X Division Championship at TNA Unbreakable 2005. A five-star match by someone who rates things on by stars. Uh, and I mean, it's, it's hard to disagree, but with anyone who rates this as the maximum amount that they can rate things widely regarded as one of the most excellent matches in, in professional. Yeah, I, I've seen, I certain. definitely have seen this match before. And if, if you yeah. haven't just go, but I mean, we all know how great AJ Styles is, but obviously at this time he was way younger yeah. and he was doing some fucking insane this moves. Is, I mean, this is this is almost twenty years ago at this time. That's like, yeah, which is crazy. This to think. Sa- that sounds fucking insane when yeah. you say it that way. But yeah, um, AJ Styles came away with the victory and the X Division Championship. Uh, you know what? There's nothing we can say about it that that would do it justice yeah. than watching it. Uh, um, yeah, some people say it's like the best TNA match of all time, even to could, this yeah, day. So some, yeah, it is. It could be widely considered. It could be considered that. Um, next match, number four, we got Samojo versus Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship in a fatal four-way at WWE SummerSlam 2017. Ooh, SummerSlams, uh, SummerSlams, SummerSlams are always good. A fatal four-way at number four, wow, what a coincidence. Yeah, look at that, huh? Um, yeah. Do definitely you can't, remember. You can't write that. You can't write this stuff. Right? <laughs> you totally can write this stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, Samojo uh, not winning this match. Um, Lesnar actually retained in the end by winning uh, by pinning sorry Roman Reigns. But I do really Once remember again. this match. So you know we got four massive fucking dudes in this match, and it's exactly what you probably expected to be. Um, and uh, just a bit of a demolition derby between like four i mean obviously with a fatal four-way as well no rules so there was just a lot of just a lot of lot of man meat throwing being thrown around all over the place yeah um but yeah i remember this match i remember this match quite well actually i wouldn't mind going back to watch this match at some point um but yeah Yeah, i think actually yeah this would be this would be worth it again yeah a four point set a four point seven five stars by someone who rates things by five stars yeah and that's pretty high rating for him for, to rate a WWE match that high. So. That's a high, yeah. That's a super high rating for a WWE match. Yeah, for sure. Um, but just goes just goes to show you, anytime Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are in a match, it's it makes it a great match. Yeah. Anytime Samoa Joe's in a great mat in a match, it makes a great match. And Braun Strowman's really big, <laughs> so he fits there. Once <laughs> and another Samoa Joe match that he didn't. Loot that he didn't win. That's right. So far, we've had one. Yeah, we literally have one. Yeah. Well, for those that want Samoa Joe matches that the, he's won, it's technically three matches in one because the first the first two ended in a draw. And if you and if you know what I'm talking about, you might have already figured it out. Number three 
is the three-match rivalry, Samoa Joe versus CM Punk, from starting in 2000, all of them in 2004. Yeah. From the world title classic, Joe vs. Punk 2, and then the all-star extravaganza 2. Finally, finally, Samoa Joe vs. Punk 3 ended with Samoa Joe finally winning, finally beating CM Punk. And that's another one, that's another one where you've got to go back, however you can watch Ring of Honor, go back to 2004 and watch all of these matches. Again, this is 20 years ago. I'm pretty sure you could probably you. find all of these on, on YouTube at this point, yeah, possibly. Prob- yeah, probably the Ring of... Most likely the Ring of Honor YouTube page YouTube will likely have all of that these. Is a, yeah. good, is a good place to start. Yeah. Um, 20 years ago. Yeah. And I know for sure that the number two spot is definitely on, on YouTube. Um, yes, it is. On the YouTube, on the Ring of Honor YouTube page. But it's uh, Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kobashi from the Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kobashi event <laughs> in, uh, on the, uh, in 2005. Um, yeah, pretty much say that this is everyone else's number one Samoa Joe match. It was um, if you, you know if you go on CageMatch.net, which I know a lot of people use to rate matches, it's rated as Samoa Joe's top match. And if you haven't seen yes. this match, well, holy fucking shit! Because if you're into seeing two fucking ham hocks of guys just absolutely beat the fuck out of each other, then watch this match. They some of the hardest chops you've seen literally just just straight up kicking each other in the head it's it's brutal yeah. it's a brutal match it's 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 nearly an mma fight <laughs> but it's obviously yeah, you know much. it's it's very a very new japan style wrestling match so definitely watch this all out this was a battle this was a physical this was a physical test of of who is best yeah yeah um and you're right. This is this is pretty much everyone else's number one pick. Yeah. But but not ours, not Punk's Talk Wrestling, because our list isn't comprised from dirt sheets. It's not comprised by by people who rate things by stars. Uh, it's not rated. Uh, it's not a top ten even, because twelve is better than ten. Imperial hashtag Imperial system baby, uh, hashtag f the metric system. Even though the metric system is far better for everything on every purpose that it could be used for measuring. Coming in at number one on the Punk's Talk Wrestling. What did we call this? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> what did we call this? We had a name for it, right? I had a name for it. Coming in at number one on the Punk's Talk Wrestling. Universal Top 12 Samoa Joe Matches Voted on by You the fans And compiled by our independent Special counsel Danny the Brain Bauman From the Great North Wrestling PWA Calgary Stampede event On July 5th 2008 I'll edit out the other part before that. <laughs> Samoa Joe and his tag team partner, Hannibal, versus Gama and Raj Singh, otherwise known as the modern-day Maharaja Jinder Mahal, in a tag team match to determine who wins 
because it's just a tag team match. <laughs> but it's the only time you will ever see Samoa Joe versus the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal in a wrestling ring together. There you go. And obviously, every single episode of this podcast is dedicated to the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. And that's obviously why this has come in at number one, because this is the Punk's Talk Wrestling Universal Top 12 list. So, of course, this is number one, because it involves the the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. There you go. And when you watch this match, you will see definitively... That Samoa Joe could not beat Jinder Mahal without interference, accidental interference by Jinder Mahal's own tag team partner hitting him. Samoa Joe gets the win and the pinfall on Jinder after a brain buster from the second rope. But to this day, Samoa Joe has never beaten Jinder Mahal one-on-one and has never beaten him cleanly. There you go. Say whatever you want to say about it. Think whatever you want to think about it. But there it is. That is our Punk's Talk Wrestling (laughs) Universal Top 12 Samoa Joe matches as voted on by you, the fans, and the independent research by our special counsel, Danny the Brain Bauman. Number one, Jinder Mahal. (laughs) Do you agree? Do you disagree? <laughs> well, you can tell us what you think. On our on all of our social media chains, on Instagram, on threads, on TikTok, on Facebook at Punk's Talk Wrestling. Comment on our unedited podcast episodes on Patreon at patreon.com slash punk's talk wrestling. That's all of the places. That's that's all um, of them. Yeah. Go like it. Go subscribe. Go comment. Say whatever you want to say about it. But this is but it's undeniable. I mean, it checks off all of the boxes that proves that this is the without a doubt the definitive universally accepted and only Punk's Talk Wrestling Universal Top 12 list of Samoa Joe matches. It's going to make, make make so many people mad at us, but it, it's true. You know what? I hope it makes you so mad. I hope it makes you so mad you got to tell us about it. I hope it makes you so mad you got to write on write on on our threads. We think you're, you're wrong, and it's blah, 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 and this is the dumbest fucking top 12 thing, and top 12s are dumb, and you're stupid. <laughs> you know, I don't know what else to tell I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, it's, it's legal. This is a legally binding contractually obligated top 12 list it was put into danny the brain bauman's contract when we when we hired him as as our special counsel that all lists are considered final and legally binding irrevocable irreversible and universally undeniable so i mean it was written in the contract so there's nothing you can do about it what else is there to say what else is there to say about anything how about this? I got my proper pricks punk picks this week. There this you where I take two bands every week and just say, hey, go listen to these bands. They might be big, they might be small, they might be your own bands, but whatever they are, I'm going to tell you to go listen to them. 
And this week, I think for the first time that I've done this, um, sorry, the first time that I'm doing this, is that both bands are British bands, and I'd be intriguing to know whether or not you have heard of them, uh, RW, or not. Hashtag, hashtag both bands are British bands? Both, um, if, if you like, yeah. Um, first band is called Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Um, I have not heard of Frank Carter. For a moment, I thought you were going to say Frank Turner. Oh, right, yeah. yeah everybody's, Frank Turner. everybody's heard of yeah. Everybody's heard of him. But yeah, he, uh, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. If you don't know Frank Carter, Frank Carter used to be in a band called uh, Gallows. They were a very big band in the UK um, for what they were as well. They, they've only, they were only around, I believe, like three to four years. Uh, okay. uh, no, absolute bullshit. How about I shut the fuck up? Uh, <laughs> they were around for 2005 till 2015. They were around for 10 years. Um, yeah, 10, 2. Yeah. Same that thing. Um, they start with they're, they're three letter words that start with T. Yeah, Frank Carter was in Gallows before he was uh, he split from the band after like I think he was in the band for about five or six years, and then he started Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, and they are what you just probably describe him as like a hardcore punk kind of or just straight up punk band, although they. I've taken a bit of a turn recently. They they're a bit more, I don't know, just alternative rock, I'd guess. But if you go and watch, uh, sorry, go and listen to their first band. It's uh, God, I can't talk. Their first album called Blossom uh, from 2015. It's a fucking great album and a, like a really good punk album. Um, the other band. Uh, oh, and and on top of that, I'm seeing Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes on Thursday this week. So how? Oh about shit. That? Um, no shit. Yeah, I'll let you know next week uh, how how it was. Um, my other band are probably one of my favorite bands. To be honest with you, they're called Idols. It's spelled I D L E S, not I D L O S. Uh, I have heard of them, so but I don't know that I know. Yeah, them. they're called Idols. I'm I'm sure I will show you them quite a lot once I'm over in the states. Um, They've been around since 2009. They've not been around all that long, really, but they're five albums into their career. They've got an album coming out this Friday called Tank, which isn't... Nice! It's spelled T-A-N-G-K, and they were asked, what does the album title mean? And they said, nothing, we just made a word up. So that's what Tank means. (laughs) Um, This band is just fucking phenomenal. They are all over the place, um, but... They are very in your face, and their live shows are out of this fucking world. I couldn't more recommend going to see Idols. Um, And obviously now with their album coming out on Friday, uh, they are about to go on tour themselves. Uh, They're doing a massive European tour, and then they're doing a huge UK... uh, Then they're doing... Sorry, then they're touring the United States through May and June as well. And then from July, they are... Uh, oh, yeah, and then a few more dates in September. And then they're doing their UK tour from October through November and December. So, um, and I will be going to see them as well at the uh, Alexandra Palace. Um, they're doing two nights at, Ale- at the Ali Pali, as we call it. Not, well, see, there you go. There's another band that you both of us can go see live separately but shout out independently yeah great 
Yeah, there's, you... those are the two bands, Idols and Frank Carton and Rattlesnakes. And actually, there is um, there is a band, there is a song, sorry, by Frank Carton and the Rattlesnakes called "This Town," which the lead singer of Idols, Joe Talbot, features on. So there's a there's a song out there that features kind of both of these bands in a way. So go nice. check that out. And yeah, that's that's the uh, proper pigs, proper pricks, punk picks for this week. Hashtag, hashtag PPPP. <laughs> I love that so much. The the greatest hashtag in all of professional it's, wrestling it's just podcasts. PPPP. That's it for everything. That's right? it for everything. No, I think we. I think that's it. Um. Yeah. Shout outs. Shout out to the. To the sportster.com, wrestlinginc.com, sportskedia.com, iwnerd.com, bleacherreport.com, and all of our threads and Instagram followers, except the anonymous podcast critic, for their assistance in combi- uh, with the top 12, uh, top 12 list. Uh, shout out to Simon Miller from What Culture when, uh, for shouting out our podcast earlier this week. When he when he when he said on the podcast, some people called the WWE press event, press event cinema, and that we and did. That was you. That was and me. That was you. That was me. You called it cinema. He's obviously shouting me out. Obviously, he was shouting it. Yeah, which he couldn't. He couldn't shout out. You know, uh, he can't shout us out by name. Um, yeah, due to obviously due to legal legal uh, legal things. Yeah, obviously. Um, also, obvi- the Rock. Ob- the Rock. Shout out to the Rock for obviously taking inspiration from us when we trademarked the internet whining community three days before he coined Cody Crybabies. <laughs> um, so he, you know, it is, it, it's obvious to us that he, he took that direct inspiration. So, you know, put that on our checklist of things that things that we can put on our list of things that we said happened. So those are, our, those are our shout outs. And I think that's also it. We did all the we did all the things. Where Everything's been plugged, and uh, yeah. I just got a message from the anonymous podcast critic commenting on one of our. Uh, that our, guy again. That guy again. Yeah, that. As we're recording. As we're recording, he, he commented on one of our reels on uh, on Instagram. All right. Well, what's recent what's the guy? Well, he hasn't asked. He doesn't seem to be answering your challenge. But what does he say about? What does he say? At the there? anonymous podcast critic um, says on Instagram, and I quote, "Calling me cowardly in quotations." The proper term is dastardly, in quotations. I'm ready to come at you anytime at me. Uh, my superior intellect in all things wrestling <laughs> and Phil Collins will humiliate an improper prick like you. Hashtag no more chesty cough. You're damn right. Hashtag no more chesty cough because I don't have long, no longer have a chesty cough. Jeez, he's still riding on the chesty cough. Yeah, and that cough was like thing? three weeks ago, man. Get the fuck off, dude. Pick up. Yeah, like, there's just, so much more just, to talk yeah, about. Like, that's recent. Yeah. 
Um, he likely does know more about Phil Collins than I do. I do know that Phil Collins was the the theme for the first ever WrestleMania. I know that much. Oh shit! What? Yeah, did you not know that? Again, I did not. This know is that. not punk sort Phil Collins because that'd be kind of weird because Phil Collins was really punk rock. But Phil Collins is great and all. But what I'm trying to say is Phil Collins is great. Um, does that that sounds like he's accepting the challenge to me, doesn't it? He said he said I'm ready to come at you at any time. Well, it sounds like it sounds like he's playing the line here. He's now now shooting it back at us, but that's not a formal. That does I don't know a comment, a comment on a thread isn't isn't. I would not say that. All right, that he, is he's he's throwing it back. I don't think that, at, that's not official. He's, he's, he's throwing it back at like, you. So far, this is the only way and means that he's been able to contact us is by these little snarky it's little by, comments, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Be it, oh, yeah, whatever. Just these text messages. Yeah. Now I'm I'm I mean I put the gauntlet out there. I'm willing to do this whenever you damn well please. But you didn't get right. to come back at me with some damn text message. This isn't 2001. You need to come back at us. <laughs> I want to hear your damn voice. You can you can disguise it. You can do anything you want, but I want your damn. I want to hear you say something back to me. Uh, say something back to me. I want to hear you. We need to. We I want to hear you hear say something either. more about my chesty cough. I want to hear you bring something up from episode fucking two that I did wrong. Yeah. Okay. So come on, <laughs> let let's hear it. And then yeah, we're gonna but, throw the. For, the gauntlet's out there, but I want to hear your damn voice. I want to see your damn face. He's playing mind games, is what he's doing. He's already he's already playing more mind games with you, turning it back around. Um, all right. Well, you know what? It sounds like it sounds like you may have to come up with some terms. Uh, oh, I'll think of something. Of, I'll think of something. Of but first you of know? all, I would like it if he would just stop being such a coward. And just show his damn face, or 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 just something. Well, something. you know, it's obviously, yeah. These guys, these 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 people on the internet, these these members of the internet whining community. Because he said um, the proper term is dastardly, right? Appa- apparently, he's not being cowardly; he's being dastardly. And I don't know what uh, I don't I don't know what he's mm-hmm. doing that's exactly dastardly. Because to me, talking shit on the internet and not showing your face and not speaking your actually your own voice. That's nothing but being a coward to me. So I get you know, there's gotta be he's gotta he's gotta have a really good reason as to why he's he has to keep his identity. Well, I'm pretty uh, sure I mean he hasn't got I mean, one. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have one yet. Yeah. Um You know what? We're not gonna you know what? We're not gonna be reactionary to a to someone it's not just the comments and the messages. He's he's doing it while we're recording. In order to interrupt, in order to try to inter- like he's sending these messages out, hoping that hoping that he catches us while we're recording. How does it, how does he so know that, when we record as well? What's that all about? Well, you know, so people people in the internet whining community have a lot of time on their hands, so yeah. he's probably he's getting lucky, is what he's doing. It's not. Let's not give him more. Let's not give him any more credit than he deserves. Because okay. he deserves no he deserves no credit yet. He hasn't proven to us in any way that he has a superior intellect in all things professional wrestling. He's only caught a couple caught a couple flubs. Uh, so, you know. But at the end of the day, don't call me don't call me the unproper prick. That's bullshit. Oh. I am the proper prick. There's nobody There's more no proper. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, I'm There's the most, nothing unproper about you, sir. I'm the most you, proper of pricks. So, but I don't want but I don't want to be too reactionary. I don't want to be reactionary and try to like That's fine. That's fine. Play it into, I'm keeping it cool. This is exactly what this is exactly what he cool. wants. I'm keeping it cool. But all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is 
I ain't accepting your damn... I ain't accepting your acceptance by some stupid text message, as no. I'm going to call now it, that we have, on a reel. Now that we have officially hired uh, our own independent uh, independent and, and neutral special, special counsel. counsel. That's right. Danny the Brain Bauman. We, we, we do have to now include him because it's part of our legally binding contracts. We're not going to just react to it. Yeah. We're going to take some time. We're professionals here. We're, we're proper around here. We're pro- we are proper. We are the most proper, including the proper prick. That's right. So, so you're not going to get our answer yet. You're going to get our answer soon. There you go. Maybe on next week's episode. Anyway, that wasn't even the intro, right? We still yeah, yeah, we still need to do the intro. <laughs>